0: Hey, what's good? This is Thomas Harpo. Welcome to the Harps Collective. I'm an entrepreneur and musician here in Denver, Colorado, and want to welcome you to my podcast, a collection of life lessons, stories, insights, research, tidbits, books, music, everything that's floating around in my head put into one collection for myself and maybe for you to enjoy, which I hope you do. I'd like to welcome you to today's segment called Grounded with the Front Range Fellas, where I sit down with my friends Sam Miller and Tim Gerken to discuss Colorado-based issues and insights from an elevated 5,280-foot perspective. And today we talk about how skiing is dead. At least weekend skiing. It's gone. It's, It's busted. It's crowded. So we talk about, I take the position that it's dead. I've skied from a young age. These fellas have too for decades now, skiing. But we talk about how to still have a good time, how to have a terrible time, and what the future of Denver and Colorado is based on this industry. And so I hope you get some value out of it. It's not that serious, but it is interesting, and I'm sure it's something you think about if you live here, travel here, or say you know somebody that does. So please enjoy, and I hope you'll come back soon for more talk shows, more insight, and more episodes coming up on the Harps Collective. I present to you Grounded, with the Front Range fellas, enjoy. Okay, welcome. Welcome. Oh, it is so good to have you here on Grounded with the Front Range fellas. That was not John Denver because we can't play music for copyright issues. That was just us singing a little tune that we all grew up with here at 55,280 feet. We are all off our rockers this high. The blood is thin. The air is rare. It is so good to have you here excuse me. I'm already out of air because we're at such high altitude. Wow. Uh, it's so good to have you here. Grounded. This is a new talk show here on the Harps Collective where we drink coffee and we're all a few coffees in. I am jittered out of my mind. I'm trembling here. I can't even hold the microphone. And I interview or talk with a few people uh, with the Colorado flavor. So we may or may not talk about issues in Denver, Colorado, um, at altitude, what we struggle with, altitude sickness. Etc. But basically, we just talk about life with a little bit of flavor from our own upbringings. Uh, it's my pleasure today to bring you two of my friends and co-hosts. Number one, Sam Miller. Number two, Tim Gherkin. How the hell are you guys doing on this ice cold winter Sunday? Boy, after that intro, I'm
1: feeling alive and well. Oh, I mean, that and the coffee, just ready to go. I'm pumped up. We could go skiing. That's good. What do you, you guys? Hi, baby?: no. no, no, we can't. <laughs> no.
0: Absolutely not. And that's the point of this show. There is no point to skiing. Welcome. This is going to be an aggressive show where I come out with a strong point: Skiing is dead. Done. I am Frederick Nietzsche I believe his name was Frederick. F. Nietzsche, one of the great philosophers that you study in school, a nihilist. That's what I am in skiing. I'm declaring today, just like he declared God is dead, I'm declaring that skiing is dead. It's
2: a bold statement, Thomas. There's got to be a devil's advocate in every room, though.
0: I'm coming out strong today. The reason I'm coming out strong is my brother yesterday sent me a photo and, and posted it everywhere. Waiting at the ski lift in Vail, two hours, a line just to get on the ski lift for two hours. Hundreds and hundreds of people, hundreds. If you ever watched an ant war as a kid, people climbing over each other's dead bodies, pincers in each other's necks, dragging carcasses out of the way, climbing, fighting, thrashing to get on the ski lift. If you ever watched Lord of the Rings, the Battle of Helms Deep, people running over, chopping each other's heads off just to get on a lift to wait, to get to the top of the mountain. He said Michael got so tired of it, he took his ski boots off, walked up the mountain himself. And skied back down in the meantime in that two-hour window. Ladies and gentlemen, skiing
2: is dead. Yeah. When you put it that way, it's a lifelong skier really takes the wind out of the sails.
0: (laughs) All of us here at this table have skied since we were four, five, six years old. Thus, there's about 60 years of skiing experience right here. We are all coming from an informed opinion i am of the opinion that skiing is dead i'm not sure about tim and sam first of all how are you guys doing and then tell me what you think about my initial and aggressive
2: statement about our
0: hometown sport
2: you know i'm doing great tom i'm happy to be home safe and sound after another weekend on the i-70 corridor (laughs) and uh you make a valid point it could be dead it could be i think it's dead
1: weekend skiing is dead how are you tim I'm doing well. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am interested in your well being as uh, well. yeah. No, doing good. Happy to not be on I 70 as well.
0: Oh, isn't that interesting how everyone is happy to not be in the process of skiing right here at this table? I know I'm the happiest. I'm a 10. I'm sitting here. Haven't been anywhere this weekend. Yeah. The energy. And sitting in this oh, house
2: the whole yeah, weekend. I
0: bet. Had... <laughs> you guys look so much healthier. After having kind of come down from being out there, I woke up in Denver today. I I felt good. What was that like? Air quality
1: wasn't as good, but yeah, of course not. We're in the smog. Yeah,
0: smog. There's nothing to do, but it's better than being up there. Yeah, tell you that right now. Weekend skiing is dead. Can we qualify that for a second? I would agree with that. Yes, unless you have a place to stay. Yes, we're gonna get into this. I'm gonna start off first with a checklist that I assembled yesterday after talking to my brother about what you need to go skiing. But I think I think it's it's safe to say that there are some things that you could do as an especially if you're new to Colorado, if you are traveling for skiing, if you haven't skied in a while and you're wondering what the hell is going on up there, there are some things you can do to to have a decent experience where you won't hate it. The whole point of this episode today is how to have a decent experience skiing and not hate it. And we're going to provide you that, some insights, tips from three natives. We've all skied for 20 years. I've hung it up. The boots are done. The rentals are turned in. I've pursued other activities. I'm looking into soap making, pottery, pottery visiting the wildlife refuge up in Keensburg on a weekly basis, nursing homes. He's getting emotional here, guys. (laughs) Tapping into myself. I'm done with skiing. Sam, you just went up skiing. You sat and drank instead of being on the mountain because you realize how how dumb skiing is. It was one
2: of the first times the cost-benefit analysis has overcome me, and it just wasn't worth it. Absolutely not. How could it be worth it? How many runs do you do in
1: a day? average day 10 to 15 10 to, 15. 12, 10 to 15. 15 10 to 15 runs those are weekday at 2 numbers. minutes run those are weekend numbers. those are weekend weekday. Weekday.
0: weekend five how many seven. runs did michael do yesterday yeah probably 5 5 to 7 5, five yeah. to 7 runs i go about 40 to 50 miles an hour during my runs i'm done in 2 minutes you think i like doing anything for 10 minutes that requires 9 hours of preparation no
2: not at all you know it really is ironic as we sit here without our brother michael um uh, as he I would love to get his insight. Fights to return home. He's stuck on I seventy.
0: Might not be back till tomorrow.
1: What a total idiot!
0: (laughs) He put himself there. (laughs) Look, no, 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 not
1: bashing. Drive up there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Get into that. I'm I'm not bashing on anyone's happiness, but we have to talk about weekend skiing has died in Colorado. The reason we can we'll get into this a little bit later in the episode. I think that people want to show off that they're going skiing everyone due to social media 15 years ago it was very expensive to ski then too but the numbers were not as crazy social sport now
2: versus active sport i would say
0: all about the it's social
2: sport yeah
0: the experience of being up there is more important than the actual ski activity itself which is why i'm suggesting that we do something different in the future because it is dead That's so it. As a Denver resident, some might call it an obligation. It is a strange obligation. It's kind of like if you're raised Catholic, should you go with your parents to church? No. And you'll go.
2: But you're going Christmas. to hell. You'll go <laughs> <gonna>.
0: on Easter. <laughs> and if you don't go, you're going to hell. And you're missing out. And and that's a strange pressure, and, and so is skiing.
2: And it is like a religion. Yeah. Yeah all walks of life come together for one strange activity <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. When you really no one break re- it down, doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. And, they, kind of. and they're all there and they're like, I don't know. Why are we up here?
0: What are we doing?
2: For a majority
1: of it, you're probably thinking that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's get into the checklist
0: here. The checklist of things to bring with you while skiing. Here it is. We're going to have a dramatic pause and then I'm going to go into reading what you should bring if you want to have a prepared and safe time skiing on the mountain in Colorado. Let's hear it. Here it is. The 2020 Colorado Ski Survival Kit. Number one, road flares. Number two, canned tuna. Number three, three gallons of water distilled. Number four, a go-girl, or for the fellas, a direct catheter line. Number five, a space blanket. Number six, $50 petty cash for a burger lunch with a $5 reserve in case it's more expensive. Number seven, War and Peace, the 44 CD pack available from your local library to help with the drive. Number eight, ice packs, Aleve, and frostbite medication. Number eight, a Don Joy Playmaker knee brace. Number nine, new brake pads for the car. Number 10, a shitload of health insurance. Number 11, a pre-drafted email to skip Monday work because you have depleted all of your energy and have no time to get anything done when you get home on Sunday night at 10 p.m. Number 11, a dagger or sith for your first inevitable collision on the hill with an out-of-state stranger. Number 12, a hyper-optimistic friend to join you and delude you into thinking that this is an efficient use of your time. Number 13, Xanax. Number 14, cyanide tablets. It's a great list. That's what I came up with as a packing list for my one trip, which I will probably do in
2: March on a Wednesday and leave by one p.m. See here, this whole thing now, <laughs> this this side is, it to me, Tim, it sounds like Tom just has had a life lifelong experience of bad days on the mountain. Let me give you a couple
0: issues. Number one, skiing in a group very difficult. Un. Not fun at all. Waiting. Have you ever enjoyed waiting for other people? Nope. I could just feel dollar signs pouring out of my body. Now we're on the same waiting page. at the bottom of the hill. Very, okay. Very yep. difficult. Horrible experience. Second alternative is skiing alone, which I thought was great, listening to music and stuff. Until I was at a, uh, I was at Breckenridge and I started skiing off and in the trees and I fell straight into a tree well, uh, up to my chest in powder, and I had to dig out for, oh, I don't know, an hour. Hour and a half, I lost a ski for another hour that went down the mountain a little bit into another tree well uh, just after that. And so after two hours of putzing around in Breckenridge, I, uh, I left, uh, and, and I said, I'm never skiing alone again, and I'm definitely not skiing in a group. Thus, I am going to have to find another activity.
1: That is an issue, skiing alone. The trees are dangerous. You have to know the trees where you're going, I would recommend. Do you ski alone? I do, quite often. Really? The uh, I like... Uh, a man and his dog. A man and his dog. <laughs> I go up to uh, find a place where you can ski to park. You get up there early enough, you get a good parking spot. So you can ski right down to your car. There's no walking. don't have to haul the skis up a hill just to get to the lift. You just ski right down to the lift. What time do you leave Denver on a weekend and on a weekday? To make sure you so get there in time. Last weekend, uh, Saturday, we left at 5 a.m. Oh, God. Set the alarm for 4.45. But again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You a- so you set an alarm for 4.45. 4- you were out the door at 5 a.m. Out the door at 5 a.m. Had the, the bag packed, skis ready to go sure. in the car.
0: All- that, that's another thing, dude, is getting up. Or even if I get eight hours of sleep, getting up at 5 a.m., I'm falling asleep in the car after 12 minutes. So I can't drive. So someone has to drive me up to the mountain. Yeah, a
1: horrible experience. <laughs> Got to get the yeti full of coffee and
2: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> then I get jittery and exhausted.
2: <laughs> yeah. See, this is the issue now <laughs> is that the prep work is overtaking the like length of time you're spending hours the actual of prep mountain. work. Hours. I mean, on we a were we were skiing yesterday and we met up with some friends at. Uh, for a beer because the mountain was too crowded. And um, You could have done that in Denver. Yeah, and they, you could have not gone and true. had a great time here. You know, some local Thomas like to get out of the smog <laughs> get up there and breathe some clean and air and head back. down to Parker. <laughs> yeah, there are yeah, there are local outlets we could use but- <laughs> We battle I mean, on. I, so let me get this straight. You decided to get a drink because you couldn't go skiing. Sure. Yeah. 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 There yeah. was uh, the, the snow was great. It was a beautiful day, Bluebird Day, but the lines were brutal. So you so. wasted $50 to $100 in
0: gas and uh, the opportunity costs of, of doing something else productive. You could have had a
2: second job or something like that on the weekend. That is true, I suppose, <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. But we spoke with our friends that left Denver at 4.30 in the morning yesterday. Got to the mountain at 930. Okay. <laughs> then they're skiing until, let's call it 132. Then you're looking two, two and a half. Ten right hours? Ahead. Ten that's hour something. trip. And, that, and that's where Town you to have to know how and to that's go. Ten hours. Not even half of that is actually spent skiing. No, no. Let's actually
0: break this down for a second. Here's another thing I used to think about when I was like 18, you know, starting to get a little tired of skiing. All right. I start. Once you do something for 20 years, you can decide, I don't want to do it anymore. You know? Like, all the guys retire from tennis, football. I retired from skiing. Let me explain why also. the it, If you have a pass, that's great because you are going to save money per trip. But if you actually timed the amount of time that you spend going down the mountain, how many runs do you get in on an average ski day? you I ever see, count? Probably, what do you say, 12, 15? 12, 12, 15. Yeah, 12, 15. Yeah, and how long do those last?
1: A minute? One? 10, 15 <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> wow. What about when you're going 60
2: miles an hour down the mountain like I did? on blues and things like that yeah you're you're bombing
1: i'm bombing
0: bottom. you're looking.
2: <laughs> the bomb you're looking, you're looking two two and a half minutes a run maybe sub two,
0: it, it, sub uh, two. yeah sub two yep. all the way to the bottom yeah. yeah or whatever maybe you go halfway that's a minute that's down. if you don't down. hit anyone so what are you doing to create these 10 minute right you sitting down taking breaks
1: through the trees well, through the trees you zigzagging and out of those you know the you know that's that fun world. All that zigzagging, stopping. Well, I, like, I mean, like to ski the steeper
2: stuff, the more challenging stuff, other than just bombing the groomers. Sure, you know? Watching out for Johnny Tax and his blue <laughs> jeans. But <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you on the steeper stuff? You do a few
0: minutes, and then what do you just take a break because you're exhausted?
1: Well, yeah. you ski to the chairlift, and then you get you know, your break when you ride the chairlift. Yeah, up there, or you're And, and that's in line. that. That's that's
0: not a break. I'm sitting on the chairlift. I can't feel the blood circulating down below my knees
2: because of the edge of the chair. See, this comes back full circle to the gear issue because I think – What, do I need a blood pump? No, I think, I, think, <laughs> I, I think you needed to make the upfront investment and get some stuff that's comfortable. You know, I, just, I would agree there is a level of discomfort you have to tolerate for an, the duration of a ski day. You know? let, let me
0: put it a different way. I think this will make more sense. I have been bungee jumping multiple times in my life. Most fun I think I've ever experienced, right? The excitement, yeah. the 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 fear going to do it, right? Getting up there, jumping. These have been over 400 foot drops, big drops, you know, some of the, the largest ever. Fun activity, right? I've been skydiving before. Great activity. I could do it. It's 20 minutes away from my door here. Yeah. Okay. But I've done both of those things. Some of the best experiences in my life and been like, that's enough. I don't need to do that every weekend. You I know what box. that's like. Yes. Yeah. So why does skiing get this free pass where people have to go? Well, I, you know, just as it, from a devil's advocate perspective, what is it about that? That's a high adrenaline activity. That's habitual versus, you know, something, if you're going to a different ski park every weekend, that would be cool. Yeah. Different experience, different place, different snow, but the same place every weekend, traveling 10 hours. You could take a round trip to Spain in 10 hours If you wanted to, London's seven and a half. Yeah. And you're going to some place to sit and have a drink and not even, you guys are out of your damn mind. Well, here's the
2: thing I think nowadays, especially, you know, people our age and our friend group, it's just becoming more of just a social thing that you have to do in the winter to spend time with your friends. Now, I know you are fine, you know, in your office over there (laughs) solving all the world's problems. But I like to go a Great we point. Like, we like to go outside. You know, I mean, and our friends are always it's a great thing for you to get together with all your friends and do go up to the mountains, which is one of the best parts about living here in Denver, you know. The reality is we have access to some pretty amazing skiing that's 70 miles away. Of course. But it's just becoming more difficult to do. And I've seen more and more now people are going up, not for the ski experience, but just to be in the mountains, maybe to do a handful of runs and then, like you're saying, just sit at the bottom and drink beer. And I think it's 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 becoming a really social sport versus an active sport.
0: That's why I'm proposing, and maybe you, Tim, you can give a thought on this. A la carte pricing at a ski resort so that someone can go up, pay per run, ski, be done by 11 a.m., which is when I'm toast anyway. And go do something different for the rest of the day.
1: I mean, I think they do have half day passes, that which spend.
0: are like ninety dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Still expensive. I mean, that's some dumb shit. I mean, that's like four run. That's like twenty, thirty bucks a run.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah, I and don't think what- the day pass king is worth it in general.
0: No, so that's where we absolutely to, not. Uh, if you're gonna make, the we've established that yeah. principle. Yeah, but why don't you talk about uh, what? What was I just speaking about? Oh, a la carte pricing, right? Something where you could go up. Because do you also feel like it's become more social activity then? Do yeah. we even need to ski is really the point I'm getting to. Could we all just go up there and get 90% of the
1: fun out of just sitting? I mean, I think that is the appeal of it is I have just as much fun skiing as I do if we're staying up there in a cabin with friends playing cards. Mm-hmm. That's about as much yeah. uh, nobody as much needs fun. to ski. But the skiing part <laughs> is is what I do enjoy. Yeah, you could ski a couple times and be done. Well, and there's ways that level of rush that you talked
2: about from your bungee jumping experience, you can there's the big big part of reason I like skiing. Yeah. You know, go bomb yeah, it. challenging challenging. Yourself it's and- it's working out, you know, it's a fitness thing and um but I, I I really do think it's becoming so social.
0: I think it's becoming it's becoming very social and I think eventually it will become uh I, I think it will become less popular skiing. Yeah. I really do. I, I hope think we're so. at the beginning of the decline. Well, days obsolete. like yesterday solidified that. I think. Yeah, we need you to know? get the word out that it's n- it, it's a terrible experience, and then we, we can, can go, go back, back when yes. people start moving. <laughs> away. What I, I have a deeper thought behind all this. I used to enjoy it a lot when I was fourteen, and now I'm just a cynic. But I think there's another point to be made too. Is if it, I'm in a different. Reality space. I have to run my own business. I have clients everywhere in real estate. I have a lot of deals going on. So I actually really do cherish in the winter, the weekends to rest, to uh, make art, to make music, and to go do a lot of business actually on the weekends that comes up with clients and things like that, trying to buy houses. So. I, there's an opportunity cost for me to go up on the mountain and it's a legitimate opportunity cost. Cause I could tell you that a lot of deals that I landed last year came from my effort on the weekend,
1: which actually should suggest that I should go skiing during the week. Exactly. Do you guys promote that? I kind of thing? highly recommend that. Okay. That's when I try to do a lot of my solo skis or during the week. If I had to work the weekend for work, um, take off a Monday, uh Friday is a lot less crowded. you don't have to leave as early because the traffic's not going to be nearly as bad, and that's where I do a lot of the the solo skiing is on the weekdays. yeah you don't deal with the lines you get as many runs as as you want, and that's a yeah a good opportunity to learn too. the mountain's not crowded, yeah, I mean ninety percent
2: of people don't have that luxury right they're working. 8 to 5, to go on Monday through Friday. Right. Weekend Warrior is their only way. It's their only option. Tough, but you, man. a guy in an, like a kind of I shouldn't key, be what you kill business, <laughs> right? <laughs> there, there is that opportunity cost. You're giving up work during the week, but you're you, you you're one of those people that you could say, I'm going to go run up. And I I'm going to
1: ski. And it's an hour each way on the highway. It's empty. Yeah, It's amazing like, from Friday really? to Saturday, the difference. Winter Park, if you went up on a Wednesday, and you could leave at 7 o'clock, be up there by 8.30... Be on the lift by nine. Be ski hard on your own till yeah. noon and call today. That's be what i, I want to be 30, done and probably be 11, home 30. by be yeah. home by
2: two o'clock. Yeah. Straight so. to a house. Try to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think the weekday skiing is still at its peak, and that's what I definitely enjoy. But um, like I'm in a in a field that permits that, you know. Yeah,
0: you know what's funny so. is
2: when I was young, I used to
0: watch dads come up and ski with us yeah. for like, and then just call it quits at noon. And when I was young, I used to be like, why, why, why doesn't he want to ski the whole day and have some fun? And now I can't imagine skiing beyond noon. Yeah. makes total you're done. sense to me. Yeah. You're wiped. Yeah. 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 Oh, my legs. And I'm in pretty good shape, but there is something. Well, evidently not. I mean, I'm you're like... cashing out at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> <class. Come laughs> I've come to the conclusion. In. I am a low energy guy. I mean, that's what really all this comes down to. And I need to admit that and say, you know, I love activities and sports, play soccer every weekend, but there's something about the repetitive nature of being in a field of trees thinking, I have another 15 minutes of not trying to hit one of these things, and my legs are on fire. Yeah. And, and, and I've been doing this for 20 years, and I got to stop. I got
2: to hang it up. You don't like the challenge, though.
0: I liked it 20 years ago. Okay. But after 20 years of anything, you're usually... Ready to try something else? Well, I think, <laughs>
1: anything. Well, with skiing though, you you get better as the more you do it, like with of anything. Course. So you can still challenge yourself more and more, go off harder stuff. But then you get injured. You yeah. get injured. We yeah. need to talk about the health. the people died skiing.
0: I mean, it's ridiculous. I, 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 yeah, well, yeah I think that's part of the reason bad.
1: why. I, yeah, haven't slowed down is I haven't had a serious injury. Knock on wood. And that's uh, you know something as I get older and try to keep up with so yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's a yeah a big mental hurdle probably to get over too. you know if you get hurt skiing which i haven't had to do mm-hmm. yet so have you no i haven't had anything anything crazy you know just sore
2: but the uh <laughs> the big thing now, about monday morning <laughs> <laughs> the big thing now which you may or may not be familiar with is now people especially in our age the at skiing is becoming big where you can lift your heel off the back yeah and you go uphill, right you put the what's stance. that called again telescoping no, that's, no, that's looking at the stars. Oh,
1: <laughs> so, tele, teleskiing?
2: Is you're that thinking it? of telemarking, which is still going <laughs> down? That's what I do every day. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> telemarketing. Yeah. So telemarketing but, is a, no, is no, the skiing term? It, is- it was called t- telemarking, but now it's like it, they call it AT, which is like all terrain. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, it's a binding on your ski that allows your heel to lift. Yeah. So you can and you put they call them skins. It sticks to the bottom of your ski, and you can travel uphill. So it's become like. It's guys use them in the backcountry a lot, you Mm -hmm. know, outside of the resorts and stuff like that. And it's a great workout, you know, but, and you know, the last couple of years I've thought about, I always say, okay, I'm not buying a pass next year. I'm using that money to buy an AT setup to go do that. But my friends aren't going to do that. And then it comes back to the social thing, you know? Yeah. And that would be fun. You know, I've gone up at sunrise and skinned up a basin and skinning yeah, skinning (laughs) and you do one run and you're like well i'm exhausted got a good workout ski on the mount with not a soul around and you're done for the day yeah again your friends aren't going to do that so every year you fall into this trap of okay well i got to bypass this year
0: yeah you know let me let me propose the three pillars of a good time skiing in colorado this is from someone that's honestly thought about a lot about this number one rent all of your stuff beforehand have it ready to go so that it's turnkey. When you get to the base of the mountain, you should be able to walk to the lift. So do whatever it takes to walk to the lift. So buy the stuff, the ticket, the pass, the skis. I have violated this rule the last 10 times I have gone skiing out of my own laziness. And it is it is beyond stupid to do that. So that's the first one. Second rule is uh, have a place to stay. Have a place to stay that night. Because yep, I'm, I'm burned at 11 a.m., I need to go lay down somewhere, okay? And so you, you don't have to wake check up. Check-in time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's another thing. Avoid uh, I'm, the traffic. Y- you could either have a place to stay on the front end or on the back end. I would argue the back end is more important because I almost drove off of I-70 last time out of exhaustion uh, trying to drive home same day. So my rule for me would be never drive home same day. I don't care if you have to sleep on the side of the road in your car. Whatever it takes, go pull off into a town somewhere on I-70. Get to sleep, even if it's 1 p.m. Get in bed because uh, now number three, this is sort of falls on line. This is the third golden rule of having a good time skiing. When you're done skiing within two hours, you need to be in a hot tub. I uh, would agree with that. Okay. It's I don't care where it is. Life. Jump a fence. Break in. Whatever you need to do. Bring a weapon get into a hot tub because that will change your mood about here's what happens when i go ski i'm having fun i'm done at 11 a.m i'm exhausted i'm toast <laughs> get a few more runs in after lunch you know out of pure social pressure completely miserable yeah and by 2 p.m um i'm having some food and you know second lunch at that point and just rubbing my extremities because i'm pissed off and then this feeling sets in this feeling of I have so much time and effort just to get back to my house in Denver. Yeah. These steps that I have to go through the returns, the the packing, the frozen uh gloves. I mean, I'm just thinking yeah. of all these it's a marathon feelings. Yeah, yeah, like the the uh extra clothing that the changing, you know, oh, and yeah. all that. So anyway, that feeling sets in. So what I what I suggest doing is have a hot tub, bring an inflatable one, it doesn't matter. Get a generator get into hot water that's a nice beer yes hydrate though yeah because yeah anyway so those are my three golden rules of skiing i think that those are completely reasonable have a place to stay but weigh the cost because when you start to add up the gas the maintenance the depreciation on the car okay you add up the cost to ski you add up the lunch 50 bucks usually what the amount of calories that i'm consuming there or the alternative is bring your own lunch but I've packed a ham sandwich several times, and what it looks like when I pull it out of my pocket is uh, I would recommend just buying a lunch. It's not – Do you guys bring your own food? I mean, that's a, lot a of the valid time. point. Do you? I, yeah. yeah. What do you I, bring?
2: I couldn't tell you the last time I bought no way. a meal on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a big breakfast, push-through, noon, call-the-day-at-two kind of guy. For skiing? For skiing. So you don't
1: mm-hmm. eat lunch. Don't eat lunch. Bank on the Chipotle in Summit County on your way out. Yep, big meal after. Okay. You know, so yeah. you're... But, you know, granola bars, cliff Sandwich. bars. Yeah. 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 You're, you sound like <laughs> it, your
2: conclusion is that the process is not worth the reward of That's
0: it. That's it. It's a it, simple cost-benefit. It and, is. And, and I'm... You're done. Year one, I'm a different person in any activity than sure. year 20. But you gotta... You know, you get on a hedonic treadmill, and by year 20,
1: the pleasure
0: is not... I'm sitting in the trees...
1: But I feel like you, you get more.
0: You get better. Yeah, I you get it, look, better
1: at planning. You get better at knowing which mountains you want to go to, you yeah. know, which runs to go to on crowded days, on powder days. Yep. You're right. No, no. That, look, I'm, I'm just. You get more efficient at, with your time. And those, you know, when you talk about 10 hours, you know, you can cut it down to six or seven. Yeah.
0: And I'm just going to London. I mean, that's really the alternative for me. Because <laughs> yeah. you save all that money. And then you realize, okay, I could actually take like two weeks off and do a trip. Now, this is just my shtick. I'm actually – I enjoy skiing. I just don't do it a lot because like I said, I I actually cherish the weekends and having that time to um, play music is a huge thing. So it really depends on – I guess if you're in a position as a person, as a millennial, maybe in your 30s, something like that, if you want to start your own business, if you want to build any kind of project – it's really non-negotiable. The winter months especially are very important to make progress in whatever is important to you because the weeknights get eaten up by certain obligations. You may be able to work on some things that are cool and fun, but yeah. the weekends is really where you make a difference if you need yeah, more I income. Mean, I would,
1: I would go to passion that with, project. with the passion, but I would say that uh, you know the cost of it, it also is a big mental um, costs for me, when I go up it like, uh, you know, decompress, exactly. yeah. Head, yeah. and that's where I feel like, you know, hmm. my, my best is on, you know, when I'm up on the mountain, you know, looking at the views, yeah, decompressing thinking, <laughs> <seeing those laughs> I could deep, just be deep, so cynical
2: right those, now. Those, be like, Do
0: you th- think that most of the people that go skiing are miserable in their, in their Monday to Friday?
2: Perhaps yes. such a poignant I think, question. I think I'm a asking. I mean, yeah. look, this everything's on the table here in grounded yeah. with the front range fellows. But I, 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 we I ask the hard questions. That's right. And for I mean, three guys sitting around, you know, talking about the issues we face here <laughs> on the front range. It, it, the mountains are the reason that I still live here. You know, yeah. Like Tim said, I need that time to go up there, whether it's a bad day at work or whether it's any whatever it is is going on. It, it takes my mind off, and I just like being outside. But you're right. The process now. I'm spending the majority of the day thinking about trying to get back home. <laughs> <laughs> you went the other day and didn't even ski.
0: You just drove how many hours to a bar? Well, I skied. Oh, you skied. I skied. Uh, I did, made progress. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you just did it because you felt so guilty that you would. Well, you're like, there. well, I've wasted all this time already. I may as well I mean, try You're to... there. Yeah, but it's
1: still. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Still being in the mountains though, and you know, sleeping up there and. You know, it's a good out. quality of life. I mean, when you're there in the moment, it's good.
2: And I think it's worth yeah. it still, but I think it's it's trending in the wrong direction. Okay, next
0: idea then. This is relevant to the problem, which is what we're trying to solve. If, if we've established that maybe in some cases skiing is still fun and interesting, the question is what will happen in Colorado to help with the transportation? My proposition, and I'll see what you think about this, I think we should slap every person that goes skiing with a gnarly tax because, A, this is basic economics. It's going to decrease the amount of people that go skiing. Yep. Secondly, um, that money could all be pooled together, and especially with foreigners, triple the tax. on Anybody that doesn't have a residence in Denver, when they come skiing, just slam them with the tax. And then what we use is that money, pool it together. I don't think the ski resorts would be too thrilled with their numbers dropping by 50%, but we pool all the money together and build a high-speed rail uh, from Denver straight to Frisco. Yeah. Okay? And I think yeah. that would have to be uh, above above ground or above the highway, yeah. you know, on pillars or something like that. I don't know how much that would cost, probably billions of dollars, because it's, it's, it's very difficult to build that many miles of... Light rail, basically, yeah. twenty-year project, probably, huh? I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much. This is what we should Isn't find technology out. It's eighty that? miles, right, from Denver to to Frisco. Yeah. Okay. okay. So here's here's my thought. How many miles of light rail have we built in Denver? Surely we've built eighty miles. Yeah, expanding from once a year. <laughs> I know exactly. So what if? But but what was the cost to build eighty miles of light rail in Denver, and then we? Basically, take that cost and apply it toward an 80 mile line. It doesn't even have to be high speed. It could just be a line with no traffic, averaging 55 miles an hour or whatever. Right? Yeah. Okay. We use that, kill everyone with a tax, so the numbers go down anyway. But take that a tax money, on like their lift ticket. You're talking yeah, big ass tax. Okay. I'm talking like every because people are getting a great deal with the pass. I say we crush them. Yeah. Right? It's going to create some serious inequality issues, but it, it's, it, it's, it's at one point, it just doesn't matter oh, anymore. Oh, thin the herd. <laughs> you know, we got to thin, <laughs> yeah, thin the herd. Yeah, we got to thin the herd. Right? And, yeah. and guess what? There's not that many low income people skiing. There might be some ski bums and such, but I would say most people consider skiing a luxury. Yeah. It's expensive. I mean? It's an expensive. It's gone now. It's too, yeah. It's too expensive. 100%. Yeah. So it's already a bunch of, let's say, median income workers in any way that could, I, I, I'd say, give them a Punch them in the face with a little tax for one year, and see who really loves the sport. And then from there, uh, that way we thin it out, thin the herd. We collect a big pool of money and build a high speed rail, and that would solve a lot of the issues. Because I, someone like me, low energy, could pull up at seven a.m. You know, in uh, in in uh, let's say in wherever they put it, like in Lakewood or in Golden right? some like big big, big area, yeah, big hub. Okay. Hop on, I could go straight to sleep. Yes, and I could wake up, have a little cart coming by, old lady Rosa <laughs> selling her breakfast burritos, mom and pop business, a little coffee, supporting it, little coffee. I like that. Okay, I get off at eight thirty. Order. I haven't spent an ounce of energy yet on getting up there because the mental exhaustion
2: of driving You're for right. me on I seventy mm-hmm. is I'm done by oh, the time I get especially, up. Especially, I mean, then you add in the weather. Yeah. White yeah. knuckle. Ice you're burning, oh you're, burning it's you're burning calories oh from the time you start
0: the car to the time you put it in park. I have been so <laughs> tempted to turn around and go home the last few times I've gotten up to where I'm going. But anyway, so that's my idea. Big high-speed rail. I'd say anybody that wants to go skiing should pay an arm and a leg in taxes for a few years. We get it done. It's probably going to take five to seven years, but I'll hopefully still be alive as will you guys. And then we now have a, the traffic problem is solved. Then people that actually wanted to drive could do so if they felt that that was better for their needs, but it splits up the numbers a little bit. Yeah. yeah
2: that would well, help a lot. I, I like the long-term solution of the rail, but what do you think about in the meantime? These are what I've kind of thought about. Yeah. There is an express lane on I seventy when you're going eastbound. And a lot of times it will be dead stop traffic and there will be no one in that lane. And I think it costs, depending on peak travel times, they change it. Like twenty bucks. Like twenty bucks to go to to the golden exit off seventy, I think, is where the toll lane ends. Yep. And people don't want to pay. I took it last time. I've taken it many times too, just out of quality of life. (laughs) But (laughs) that cost could have been a hundred. I'm in that lane. <laughs> what if what if I-70 was the entire thing was a tollway on the weekends? I like that. What would the the cost would I think the cost sh-
0: should be a hundred bucks a car, because then it encourages people to carpool. Yep, it's twenty bucks a head. Nominal cost. You're spending more than that if you stay in Denver and do something social anyway. And you have now a pleasant experience getting up to the mountain, than an unpleasant. And they, experience. Well, yeah. the
1: commercial vehicles are also well. They need, a, of the they, issue. they need a they need to lay it all themselves. Yeah, you know the semis going yeah. up there. I mean, that's why it gets backed up is because when they go up and down the passes, they can only go thirty, forty miles an hour. Yeah, people flying by them going seventy. Yeah. And then, you know, people getting over, everyone's breaking. So, yeah, yeah, there definitely needs to be, I think, yeah, maybe even restrictions, like, you know, weekend restrictions on commercial vehicles going up there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how realistic that would be, but. Well, and here's another thing. Have
2: these mountains ever thought about capping the amount of people that they let on in a given day?
1: When the parking lots are full?
2: Oh, guy staying there with a little clicker, (laughs) counting how many guys are walking by and getting on a lift. But I think I think that I, there are some mountains that do it. I think in California that actually do. Cap do they the really? On skiers that they let on. How about a
0: limited number of passes that they issue? Is it on a lottery system right now or no? No, you no. can. You just They buy. just sell them out. And yeah, say deal them, with that shit
2: right, yourself. Like, because yeah. they know people are going to do yeah. it still. People like us and well, they they idiots. cap it about That's, Thanksgiving. They turn you are for, idiots. I'm, I know. Where
0: where know. else can you get away with this <laughs> hysteria? What concert sells? Unlimited tickets, and then whoever can show up and cram in there first gets to Take go. Fire code, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. Red Rocks would be miserable if they allowed that too, but they don't because they're smart. I
2: mean, does Disney World do that? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> because that, I mean, that picture from does vale Disney World have a made, ca- made Disney World look like Topeka, Kansas. Quiet. i never seen <laughs> Baron. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe a cap on the amount of people or yeah. season passes sold because if, if you don't get a season pass by X date, how you about a bidding, a bidding system thing. on the season
0: passes, right? So there's a certain number you have to bid up the prices of the season passes. Well, Maybe like the, so the wealthiest people, people get to go. <laughs> Maybe the out-of-staters, are, you know. Yeah, I would – I don't know, man. I'm just – you know, I'm trying to think of an economic
2: solution that makes sense as far as the numbers go in the next 10 years to solve the problem. Yeah, I just think – I think we're, the city is so far behind on coming up with a solution. We really have never heard any proposition on making it better right No. Now ever so and i think there's going to come a time like we were saying that the resort companies Vail and altera are going to have to step up and be like all right well this is going to significantly impact our industry people are not going to deal with this anymore you know it's only getting worse year after year
0: it's like so, uh the cost of uh of uh, college of education right at yeah. some point you reach a tipping point in the brand and it takes working. a hit yeah and i think that we're on the beginning stages i'm one of the leaders in that you movement are locally very strong. and i'm trying to uh, recruit support and uh, really put this thing together in a structured manner yeah you know because i'm done i'm done i'm going to i'm going to the wildlife refuge in Keensburg. <laughs> yeah <laughs> weekend right a lot to see out there in Keensburg. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where my mind's going is what else can i do i'm thinking about pottery studios i'm thinking about um what else was I? Uh, soap making and. Um, but you're an active guy, Tom. I don't see you making soap on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. In, what I'm doing is encouraging other people to say we've reached the end of an era. Skiing is dead. I am the. I am the Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah. I am the Nietzsche. We skiing are is at dead. The team. I'm a nihilist in skiing <laughs> right now. Yeah. I don't want anyone to go anymore. Boy, he's just, there. there's
2: no turning back. You're done.
0: I want it to be done. I want the brand to die. What else have, what's died in the last 30 years that we can say this is headed in that trend? What activities, horseshoes, gone. I don't even see a single park with
1: horseshoes anymore. Yeah, bags, bags. But big game is in Insurance
0: <laughs> problem. You know, people don't want. <laughs> no, it became cornhole. That's yeah, the problem.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: But uh, what else has died? What other trends have just gone by the wayside?
2: Hmm. That's a good question.
0: Think about what was pop racquetball pretty dead. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Why? But how many people really got into racquetball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was massive. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Bowling. Hey,
2: I missed that whole deal. Was it really massive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: Yes. Ostensibly it was. Uh, bowling. Uh, taking a hit. Movie theaters.
2: Going away. You want to have a good time, you can always go down to Arapahoe Lane's Dollar Bowling Night. Yeah. you, know, you know? I was there two nights ago. There you Empty. go. Empty. It yeah. felt like a graveyard.
0: The yeah, I gave me shoes for you know free. Where everybody he was, was? Just so thrilled. I showed up. You know where everybody, everybody was skiing? They yeah. were on I seventy. I know. And I was like, "The joke's on them, okay?" Because I yeah. didn't have to wait for bowling. I showed up. I walked to the lane. The guy handed me shoes. He was so glad that I came. Yeah. So he said, "Don't even worry about pain." So Tom, let me ask you this: Sit. I showed up after the doors were locked. They let me in. They were happy as hell. Just come, come on in. He's taking lane. <laughs> in. It's all free, baby. <laughs> Happy to we have you. We just want people to spread the word. <laughs> yeah
1: Tom, somebody asked you this. Have you ever had a good day skiing? What's your, I have. What's your best day of skiing? Uh, I was done at noon and went straight in the hot tub.
0: No, I'll tell you what. My friend John, when we were kids, had a ski-in, ski-out condo in Breckenridge. There you go. This is old-school nostalgia. Could walk out of his condo, not a big condo, but the most functional, and they sold it. And it blows my mind that they did. But that was probably the best day. Is where when I decided I'm done skiing, I knew I could be in bed within 30 minutes. That's fair. and that's hard to, it's hard to stitch that together when you're visiting. Yeah. So, so but that the best day skiing was going up there and skiing the um, the uh, peak nine right the, the the massive Independence Bowl is that it? Oh yeah, yeah. So that you know pretty steep, beautiful steep. Um, I've su- I've suffered a few injuries, a few collisions with trees, uh, a few concussions. I've never torn something. So any day where I didn't do that is going to be up, kind of up on the best day. Uh, the Colorado 9 last year was horrible skiing, but a pretty fun concept of uh, we did nine ski runs in the morning, took a bus back, and did nine um, round, uh, holes of golf and nine innings of baseball. And uh, that was that, that was, was a, a lot time. of fun. Yeah. yeah you you were on was, that. That was well Yeah, planned. Were you on that? I was working. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to join this year? Oh, yeah. Memorial okay. Day. Do anyone out there wants yeah. to join? Anyone. We, you are invited. We are selling tickets now. We got Michael two, bu- will send two buses you, this
2: year. You know, Michael, people. our logistics coordinator, will send you an Evite, get yeah. you on the spreadsheet. To anyone not aware of that, out of state, new to
0: Denver, whatever, the Colorado Nine is a legendary day where we wake up at uh, the crack of dawn and... Uh, we, we uh, go skiing and ski nine runs in May, which is a horrible time to ski. Extremely dangerous. <laughs> warm, though. Your feet Snow. You oh, know, you're warm. warm. Yeah, you don't get cold. That's a great part about it. And, uh, and uh, you'll be exhausted. You come back, golf nine holes, and then go to nine innings of the Rockies game in the evening. And um, a few people went to a jazz club or the funk herbs and, uh, yeah. s- and dance. A- and nine songs as a bonus. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's cool. I like that skiing was part of a feat. Yeah, you know that's pretty neat. Yeah, so you are invited. Contact me or anyone DM any of us, and we'll get you in. Um, We're selling tickets, and uh, it's a fun experience. It's um, it's a bit of a mess. I'm gonna be straightforward with you. Uh, People started drinking at 6:02 a.m. A A lot of white claws. Yeah, yeah, a lot uh, of uh, around. Yeah, a lot of white people actually. Really, just to be (laughs) honest, do not have to. Yeah, no driving involved. So. That's the best part. I'm saying that my favorite part of skiing is A, someone else is driving me. Um, B, I'm either staying up there the night before or the night of. Yeah. Right. And then C I don't have to drive back because 'cause I'm terrible at driving in the in the dark and it's it's exhausting for me. And then uh and then uh and then there's a good lunch
1: on the mountain. I think that that's a, really yeah. would tick the box. Yeah. Have you had those those good days where you stayed up there and also had good snow? Where it yeah. snowed like six, ten inches that night and you know. You're skiing in that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've had like powder day, you know, where, um, you know, where it's like a, it's like a blizzard though. I mean, it's just, it's cool, but you know, I I don't know how many powder runs you have to do until you realize, all right, that's good. I should move on to another activity now. (laughs) I mean, I should really, I don't think
1: there's an, I don't think there could ever be enough. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Well, look, I, you know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's cool. It's fun. You get to kind of shift around in that stuff and fall down. And, and, uh, and then you, you decide, okay, great. I'm going to, I'm going to go make soap. Well, it sounds like it's not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what we can be. Cool yeah. It, you know? No, no, no. It's, I will, I will keep skiing. You know, and then also another thing that'll be fun is having kids
2: and, and then teaching them to ski. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. being like, look, I'd rather um, pay mean, someone to do that. I think, to and
1: teach that's all them to ski. Yeah, it's quite a miserable
2: oh, experience for my yeah. first couple me.
0: days. Oh no, what I meant is teaching them to ski, meaning hiring someone and then sitting and watching them
2: while eating and drinking indoors. Indoors, yeah.
0: <laughs> I might not even be at the mountain.
2: Yeah, I might just well, drop by them then, off. Then you'll just put on a pair of goggles and be able to watch them live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah play yeah, the guitar, VR, make your soap. You can still do it. Sounds
1: way
2: buy. better. Yeah. I cannot wait
0: for VR because skiing is the first thing that I'll do because I don't have to go anywhere. I guess. How that's great true. does that sound? Yeah. I don't I just, know why everybody needs to get ice cold to feel like they from had a, comfort you know. of their own living
2: room, huh? they're going to have
0: this big simulator where you put these hip harnesses on and you get to kind of pivot and stuff. Yeah, and no it, more yeah. than three feet from the chips and salsa. <laughs> yeah. No, the bed is really what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, I
2: think another thing we need to address is your energy levels. It sounds yeah. like that.
0: Crater by 11 a.m. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. On the weekend. No, I, look, dude, I just like, I like rest. You know why? Because when I have restful weekends where I can focus and work on what's important to me, I know I can go take a six week trip somewhere later that year. Yeah. It's all deferred. That's fun. Yeah. For me, you know, and it's how I've designed things, but it's about your goals, right? If you love, if, if your passion project, so to speak, is just being outdoors and, um, waiting <laughs>
1: <laughs> then well, it, may i recommend yeah. which it really ski. is i think just not only skiing but just the mountains in general yeah i mean even during the summer months i mean we're up there it's almost as, better yeah
0: yeah i mean you're, yeah you're, I, I i
1: think the summer months are waiting. you're on the river yeah. you're camping yep, yep you're you're hiking which backpacking is a whole nother you issue, want to talk huh? about God, yeah you, no, you want no, to talk about something we backpacking. agree on back <laughs> no, 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 i can't even get into that it's just Exhausting. what's the point what is the point it's you're just walking up a hill Hungry, starving. Yeah. You have yeah. some trail mix, but <laughs> you got, not too much because you got two more days out backpack
0: here. Backpack is miserable. I don't even want to get into that no, now that's because a, that's
2: – That's another beast.
0: So, yeah, the, the, um, I'm not against it, but I do think that there's a right way to do it. And hopefully uh, – for instance, my brother has the electric warmers for the feet. that come with a power station.
1: Yeah. And, it's like uh, a Ghostbuster. On so some <laughs> kind of generator you have to wear on your body. Solar. Solar. Is yeah. this solar powered? Or kinetic energy as you go down the mountain. I think it warms yeah, up. Friction.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea. I think how it is it solar. It's solar powered. Yeah, which no. is,
1: and then you can, or, yeah, and then you charge them at night, and I think it holds like eight hours or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to your brother who will get to the ski mountain, do or die, no
2: matter the i seventy conditions. That's Michael, a guy who never backs down. He's, he's that
1: optimistic. friend yes. from
2: your list, he's a machine. I he's would that argue guy that... on your list, you know, that says yes. it's going to be a really you going. good time.
1: Yeah
0: he'll delude you into thinking you're going to have fun.
1: Yeah. Which is a skill. And which he, and I think that's part of the thing too is when you're going up there, you know, if someone else is driving, when you're going up with friends, you know, putting on music, listening in the car, you're sitting in traffic. It's not ideal, but you know, you're, shooting the, with the, you're shooting the shit with your buddies. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. It's an experience.
2: Yeah. Um, Do you think people feel pressured all the new people that live here Absolutely. Now, you think there's a pressure they're like I have to skip. Oh. You have no
0: idea. They Social
2: can't. media has made has
0: exacerbated
1: the problem here, and that's oh, why we got to get the, Yeah, they're all about the gram, the top of the mountain, one run, cores light, boomerang.
0: But, but what I'm saying is that <laughs> shotski. Yeah. Oh, the, that that stuff is baloney. What what blows my mind is the cost to ski have skyrocketed, and yet more people are doing it now than ever. Yeah, which is a trend which suggests that there's some impetus behind why people are going there every weekend. And I do think it has much more to do with self-PR and branding the self yeah, because yeah. people were just as into skiing and such 20 30 years ago and being in the mountains but now there's the ability to tell the story that you did it which is a different motivation that's going, very and a powerful true. one yeah you know and uh i think it has an effect my brother would be here to sit with us and talk about this but he is stuck on i-70 <laughs> coming back from skiing so yeah. uh it does interfere with things like family as well, too. It does. Which
1: is a, a shame. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could ski with family.
0: You could ski with family. That's how I learned. Yeah. And then one time my dad came, and then he just never came again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I didn't understand that as a kid, but now I totally get it. Yeah. He probably came a few times and was like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Yeah,
1: see, I think, yeah, my dad, he definitely figured out how to take us up skiing. We would only, we'd get a five pass every year, so we'd go up about five times, maybe a couple more. And we'd only go on days that um, we had off of school during the week. So it was if, you know, we had a, mo- yeah, that's a, a random idea. Monday off, a random Friday or a half day or something. Then he would take us up. The lines, you know, there'd be no lines, no traffic. Yeah. And that's kind of what was our first introduction was, you know, we didn't weekend ski even um, growing up just because the lines and didn't have a place to stay most yeah. of the
2: time. Yeah. Maybe people just need, like you're saying, more outlets here on the front <laughs> That's range, what I'm on suggesting. the weekend, more creative avenues to, to adventure down. But because really in the winter time, what are you going to do in the city? People are like, well, I'm just going to go out and drink or I'm going to, you know, sleep all day go or watch Lodo. Netflix. Yeah, go to Lodo, you know, Places Tim likes to spend his free time. Oh, yeah, it's just soulless. Tap fourteen. Yeah, yeah. but that's <laughs> just <laughs> so they just sad. they look at. I it understand way- why you go skiing now. <laughs> yeah, this
0: is the way to be active on the weekend. I guess yeah. you know. Yeah, but just getting up there, just-, just getting up there to sit. Yeah, yeah or a- wait, stand, stand, really stand <laughs> in plastic. Either- skiing is just waiting. If you really look at it, there's a little bit of downhill action, but it's a ninety ten split to wait. You're waiting to go up the it's mountain. A lot of buildup. You're waiting at the bottom. You might wait at the top because you're scared. Done that. Uh, you might wait at lunch to really string it out. Done that. Meanwhile, your feet are molded in a plastic <laughs> shell of paint. You can't, it, it's so uncomfortable. Going to the bathroom while skiing, one of the most miserable experiences, yeah. having to sit down and hope that you land on a toilet because your yeah. boots don't allow it's you to toss re- up
1: every time. <laughs>
2: you got to go in the
1: woods. You go deep into the woods. Yeah you know oh, it's a whole God. experience in
2: itself a society that can land a probe on a comet but we're still rocking plastic ski boots <laughs> there's something we need blows to address my mind here and that's yeah. why i put the go girl and catheter um
0: that's an essential part of skiing is being able to quickly relieve yourself if you had to i
2: think they've made ski poles that are designed for that reason <laughs> male only but
1: yeah you know, jesus my Christ. ski poles hold uh hold drinks leader yeah oh. Okay. You uh, yeah, put whiskey in them. No way. Keep you warm. Yeah, the cat there has a little it cap keep at the Keep you warm. It's a placebo effect. Wow, a little warm. A little warm. That's interesting. I like that
0: cool stuff. Know what people done. So, anyway, well, that's um, that's the gist of it. I think um, for people that are new here, um, my first advice is don't go. The second advice I would have is if you go, then probably follow a lot of the things we just discussed and also the checklist, um, because you will run into someone. There's no doubt about that. Happened to me multiple Happened
2: to you guys? Oh yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. Run into Ben ran into exactly. just, Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to get hit. Hopefully they're You're not gonna a get lawyer, hit hard. you know. Hopefully yeah. they're
1: not a lawyer and
0: Uh we've all hit a tree here. I mean, if you think I don't about doubt. It, Ski
1: Hill is just pure chaos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you do what you want.
0: <laughs> Where else? All courtesies go out the window. Are people allowed to move at 40 to 60 miles an hour around each other with no regulation, no <laughs> nothing? And just injure each other. Yeah, Russia is about. Where is that at? (laughs) (laughs) Where? where, What arena? What? What other activity are we allowed to just collide with each other at full speed? Yeah, doesn't happen on a lake. Doesn't happen on land, except for in organized sports where it's designed to happen.
2: Yeah, it's It's a league of its
0: own. It's chaos. It's like being at the dog run. Yeah, you ever go to a dog park? That's what skiing is. It is (laughs) with an aggressive (laughs) slope. You know and the only cool people at the dog park are the ones standing watching everything happen yeah which is what skiing becomes when you do it yeah um so follow the advice maybe don't go maybe think about what else you could be doing with your weekends hate to leave it on such a somber nihilistic note stay safe guys stay safe and um just remember that uh well, you have got you guys have all hit a tree, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've
1: hit a tree. Gotten hit by other people. By other people. The double eject. Both skis come off. Double do eject. A couple barrel rolls down. Concussions? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Had it. Stay out of the terrain park, I would recommend. Yeah. yeah. Gotten separated from a group. Lost for more than an hour. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Had the ski patrol rescue me one time. <laughs> Another downside. Yeah. Group skiing. Yeah.
0: Uh, Watch tr- out for creeks. Who's triggered an avalanche?
1: No. no. Nothing. No.
0: No. Who's fallen into a tree well? Had to dig oh, yourself yeah, out that, yeah. yeah. Who's lost a ski for more than a half hour? Yeah. Buried yeah. in powder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, the odds are against you
0: guys <laughs> in the ski and snowboard so industry here. all of that is bound to happen. But you might have fun. You might. But just know that there's a plethora of things that are guaranteed to happen to you. So good luck getting yourself into that. And uh, does anybody want to add anything else before we uh, call it good here?
1: I think you summed it up pretty well there yeah but yeah it's, it's a shitty sport <laughs> But you know, those mountain views though yes they're tough. yes they're t- those are tough to
0: beat our, our ancestors will listen back to this someday and be like remember people used to go down those mountains on two sticks that's and right. wait for hours to do so yeah <laughs> and yeah. now we do it in vr <laughs> in your living room that's very true So, All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Grounded with the Front Range Fellas where we discuss all things in life with a Colorado and Denver flavor coming to you live from 5,280 feet. And we thank you so much for listening in. You're welcome to uh, text us, to call us, to message us and let us know what you thought of the episode and all of the things that could be improved um, from our conversation. But it's been a total thrill and we can't wait to get together and provide a value conversation valuable conversation about how to have a terrible experience doing things and how to have a not terrible experience doing things uh any parting words no No. thank you tom for your yeah always enlightening enlightening positive words (laughs) (laughs) we're here to lift you up and then we're going to tear
2: you down that's right okay
0: well god bless have a great night and enjoy your sunday and to those still stuck on i-70 you guys are a bunch of idiots take care (laughs) have a great night Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Harps Collective. You can find my music on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Amazon, you name it. Just search Thomas Harple and also connect with me on social media. I appreciate you listening in. Of course, we're just poking a little bit of fun at the Colorado lifestyle, but life is good here. And thank you for listening to the things that interest me on the collective. We will talk to you soon. Have a great night. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Coronado's Fresh. Mexican drive through restaurant in Arvada, Colorado. 24 hours of fresh, pure guacamole, carnitas, you name it. They hope you stop by sometime. It is delicious. Take care.